The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Boy, oh boy, another Matt Johnson podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys, if you, uh, <laughs> you probably want to turn this off already. You hear my voice enough as it is, I know. Uh, I have 8 million podcasts, it feels like. In all seriousness, I have like four. This might be my fifth. Yeah, something along the lines of that. But um, but thank you for clicking on this this show, Eat Sleep List. Something a little different I wanted to try. To be honest with you, I've been hitting, I've hit a wall creatively. Uh, to an extent, to an extent, uh, you know, nothing too serious, but uh, everything I do is in pop culture, right? I love pop culture, but every single thing that I do podcast form is some kind of pop culture deal, all right? Do a show called Retro Pop. Do a show called Harley Kayfabe. Pro wrestling is immense in pop culture. Uh, do pro football. Two-point conversation. Football, I would say, is pop culture. Um, panel discussion. Comic books. Duh. Pop culture. Got another football show, too. Bill's Wire podcast. Still pop culture. Uh, so I've been clamoring to do something different because I'm not going to lie. I'm a little, I've been a little burned out lately. I took a staycation. If you listen to any of my other shows, I took a little staycation a week away from, from podcasting and let my friends and co-hosts take care of, uh, take care of the work for a week. And after numerous alcoholic beverages and a week of rest, I decided, man, I need to do something new. So I'm going to go for something a little different. Something that the network doesn't feature uh, much, and that's not... I think a lot of people on the network would agree with me. I've talked to my friend Chris, who's the network manager. I've talked to my friend Anthony Mullen, who's the social media guy. Both hosts of great podcasts on this network, and everything on this, just about everything on this network is focused on pop culture. So we need a little different stuff. Uh, and I decided to go with Lifestyle. Lifestyle. There's more to me than just what those other shows. And, and granted, yes, I, you know, I, I, I did say I, everything I do is pop culture, but I do enjoy those shows. They, those shows represent very important parts of what I enjoy and what I like to do. When I like to talk about what makes me who I am. Uh, but I need a laid-back approach, kind of go with the flow, kind of kind of show. So I thought I'd do some different things to do. I've been really thinking of some different shows that I can do, something different, something special I can bring to the network. Whether this is special or not remains to be seen. We'll find out. But uh, one of the things that came to my mind was... Oh, here, let me set the mood a little bit. Uh, Did you guys ever... Have you ever... like, If you've been on a road trip with friends, or you're sitting around a bonfire, or you're sitting around in the living room and just kind of hanging out, drinking, just relaxing. Uh, and you start, like, playing, like, little games and stuff. Like, uh, there's been, like, Never Have I Ever or Mary F. Kill, something like that. Or, or in this case, make a list. Just make lists with friends. Uh, I figured I'd go the more... The more PG route uh, with it as best as I could. Uh, I'm going to try and keep it you no know, swearing on this show, but I figured let's make a list because I spent a lot of times on the road. Right, I've traveled a whole bunch uh, in my lifetime, starting off when I was really young. 
my family, you should make the 21-hour trek. For those who don't know, if you don't know who I am personally, I live in Niagara Falls, New York, uh, which is just outside of Buffalo. And many times, uh, 10 times to be honest with you, I've made a 21-hour trek with my family going to Disney World. We always drove. We never flew. Uh, you know, I, I've flown since, but uh, parents are not very comfortable with it. And plus, I like the road trip idea too, right? Grew up with, uh, you know, all the the Chevy Chase, National Lampoon's movies and, and this and that. The road trip aspect is fun, and it's cool to drive, see new places, and uh, pull over to picnic a little bit and then get back on the road. Uh, I've always enjoyed that. Um, we've always drove, whether it be Washington, D.C. There's been a lot of places that we've, uh, you know, my family has vacationed to that we, we've just driven to, right? Uh, another thing, I spent a lot of time, high school wrestling, amateur wrestling, college, one year of college, too, uh, was a big part of my life. And a big aspect of that is traveling. A big aspect of that is traveling. Sitting on a school bus, miserable school bus. Once in a while, luxury bus, sometimes cars when you're doing off-season tournaments. Uh, you know, it's it sucks. And plus, keep in mind, too, I'm 29 years old. I grew up in an age where iPhones, smartphones, they weren't. nobody had them. Now everybody has them. So you got to find ways, different ways to pass the time, or else it's going to be a very, very quiet and uh, boring and painful road trip. It's kind of what it is. You listen to the radio, you listen to the same songs over and over again. So I spent a lot of time on the road for wrestling, um, and even as a pro wrestler, I did five years of pro wrestling around here. Um, traveled to and from Niagara Falls, Rochester, about an hour and a half ride. I've driven to Connecticut. Driven to Pennsylvania numerous times. Ohio. Uh, you know, that's a lot of time on the road. I can't tell you how many times I've come home at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning just gassed, just tired. But what we did to pass the time, because there were no cell phones, you get in a car full of people, and you just pass the time talking and, uh, you know, Playing, making lists, making lists of just whatever it is. So that's the premise of the show, making lists of whatever the heck we feel like it. Um, if we have somebody who's, you know, who likes a certain thing, like we're going to have numbers, numerous guests. This might be the only solo show I ever do. Uh, I plan on having guests for every episode going forward. Uh, if they like something, if they're, if I know them for something, if, if something that they really enjoy, we're going to make a list about it. We're just going to go back and forth, list and discuss and talk about it. So the topics are seemingly endless. It's like an infinite amount of topics. There's no specific set way to do this show. That's why it's very lax for me. Uh, so I'm excited to get, get into this uh, and go on our way. I'm not going to just talk about what the show is going to be, be about for this first episode. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a list. I'm going to give you guys the first official list for Eat Sleep List. That's my top ten things that I enjoy enjoying. Probably don't need the second enjoy, but uh, why not? Make it funny, I guess, right? Uh, <laughs> lists are such fun. It can be fun. It can be whatever the heck you want. So why not name it something goofy and over the top? So I'm going to give you guys 10 things that uh, you know kind of define me a little bit, define who I am as a person. Uh, I'm more than just football podcast guy, comic book podcast guy, pop culture podcast guy. There's a lot more to me that if you've listened to my other shows, you just don't know about. 
so I'm going to uh, I'm going to give you guys a, a, a top ten rundown of that, and let's get right into it. I'm going to set the mood a little bit, or right, I'm going to play some very very non what's the word royalty free music all right we're gonna set turn on our little car radios right so we're going for a little long, a little little ride here a little sunday sunday drive here turn on the radio royalty free music let's list all right the number 10 thing that i enjoy enjoying marvel cinematic universe movies i'm a big movie guy love movies in general but something about the marvel cinematic universe has really tickled my fancy over the years, I uh, grew up a comic book, you know, fan. I had all the toys, watched the cartoons, and you know, on Saturday mornings, that was my that was my thing. That was my thing. Uh, to grow, you know, when growing up, I never had superhero movies to watch. You know, you have those ten weeks off for summer vacation, and you want to watch superhero stuff, and all you get was Batman and Robin. Those really weird Batman movies. That's all I had. Actually, I didn't even have them. I had a hope for they were on TV. Had nothing like that. Then to grow up, uh, I mean, just a little over 10, 11 years ago, 10, oh, probably a little bit longer than that, uh, did you see this plethora of superhero movies? Especially Marvel. I was a Marvel guy myself. Uh, to see them on the big screen and done, and done so well. And then not to be just done so well, intertwined Intertwined, a true universe, never been done before in movie in cinematic history, never been done before, and so masterfully crafted. I know a lot of people like to hate on the MCU; it's too mainstream. I'm a DC guy; it's too funny. I don't know. I'm a big fan of good storytelling. Uh, I've appreciated that as I've gotten older, and the MCU knocks it out of the park. You know, even their worst movies, I still enjoy. Uh, to some extent, to some extent, but it's been really, really cool to see these things, these you know, these characters that I used to play toys with, play make believe with, uh, watch as cartoon figures, and they're, they're real people. They're real people. It's so cool, and I can't wait to see what the future of it, you know, of it is. I'm in a little bit of withdrawal because I don't. I think the last one that came out was, uh, boy, what was the last? Was it Spider Man? Might have been Spider-Man. Unless something came out in November. I don't think. I think Spider-Man might have been the last one that came out. Yeah. So the last Spider-Man, Far From Home, I think that was the last MC movie that came out. And we were supposed to have Black Widow by now. We are supposed to have a couple others. They're all getting delayed because of COVID. But uh, MCU is my number 10 thing that I enjoy enjoying. Number 9. You know me in person. You know I'm a pretty big dude. A lot of beef. Love food. More specifically, chicken wings. I'm cultured. Uh, maybe it's partially because I live in Buffalo, but I found chicken wings to be this very versatile food as I've gotten older. I go to chicken wing festivals uh, as much as I can, and it's pretty crazy to see what you could do with a chicken wing uh, if you give it enough trial and trial and error and just give it a little ounce of creative freedom. Uh, I've had dessert chicken wings before. Unbelievably good. Found all sorts of different just regular flavors. And the fun thing about chicken wings, too, is that everybody makes them differently, right? Some are bigger than others. Some have different sauce. Some have a different crispiness. I really have grown up to appreciate chicken wings. I would, five years ago, if you would ask me, it would, it would be pizza instead of chicken wings. But I'm a chicken wing guy now. I eat them often. 
I eat it. I try it. I try to try something new every time I have uh, go eat a chicken wing. And of course, you know we have a show on the network called Seven Wing Six. They do a great job. I guess uh, I was a guest for a couple episodes, and just to see how their creative process goes, it's really really fun. So if you haven't checked it out before, please go check it out. But yeah, chicken wings are great and uh, definitely a Buffalo staple. So I'm excited to. Uh, that's definitely number nine. Definitely number nine. It's a very important thing in my life. Number eight. Couch co-op video games. I wanted to narrow this down one a little bit to maybe a specific video game, but I just really couldn't because I have too many fond memories of just being with people and playing video games. All right. Uh, Growing up, my dad, my Uncle Rich, my cousin Nico, and eventually my little brother who's eight years younger than me. Our bonding time, we were really close, but one of our bonding times was, hey, come over and let's play video games. Okay. And it was fun. Breaking out the old multi-tap for the PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2. Taking turns on the Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo. I have a lot of fond memories doing that. And video games was that early, early bond for me. Um, you know, single-player games, it's easier now. I guess it's more convenient. But it just my energy and passion for it just isn't there. It isn't. And I hate the online thing. I really do. And I get it. It's good for some people. Uh, brings people who haven't seen each other in a long time together. Brings people who've never met ever before together. I just like couch co-op. Uh, you know, just recently I bought a Nintendo Switch. It was probably like last year. I probably had it for a little bit more than a year. Bought a Nintendo Switch. I brought it over to my parent, my dad's house. Me, my dad, and my brother were playing. We're playing Mario Kart together. And at this point in time, it had probably been a good ten years since we all sat down and played video games together. Never happens. Uh, we did, and there was just something. There was just a special vibe about it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm all for coach, couch co-op games. Spent a lot of times, uh, even not just with family, with friends, getting together, playing. So, oh, excuse me. So yeah, couch co-op video games is an important thing. I enjoy enjoying. It. I don't get to do it as much as I would like. Maybe someday when I have a son or daughter. I can, I can have a little couch co-op buddy, but um, for the time being, when it happens, it's very, very special to me. Very, very special. Number seven, huge history buff. And uh, one of my favorite historical people is Napoleon Bonaparte, or Napoleon Bonaparte, depending on uh, what dialect, what, how do you want to, your pronunciation of it. Uh, Napoleon's always been a fascinating character in the grand scheme of history. He's been widely debated, discussed, uh, a lot of history to him. Very intriguing character. Uh, French history has always appealed to me, even though I have no like French blood in me. I have no French connections. Uh, but Napoleon, yeah, so just always been fascinated with French culture. Napoleon was uh, a pretty big part of that. Around one of my favorite time periods, uh, you know, kind of the, like the colonial era. And Napoleon was a big deal. Big deal. And still widely discussed to this day. I love reading books. I find books and articles and documentaries and stuff on them. I, I try to get as much knowledge as I can. can never seem to get enough. But uh, just how wise he was. How controversial Napoleon was. And, uh, you know, everybody, the Napoleon complex. And uh, I, I, I think he's... A, I think he's a great figure in history. Some, everybody has their different interpretation of him. Some people compare him to Hitler and, uh, you know, just various other things. Uh, but I've always been in, very intrigued with uh, Napoleon's life. I, I have quite a few books about him. I have those, uh, oh, what are they, the 
little Nintendo. The, Nintendo used to like make cards back in the day, and I have a Napoleon set uh, of them. I never, I don't know how to play with them, but it's just cool to see have some kind of imagery of Napoleon. I like some of the art that's been made of him, like crossing the Alps and and this and that. Very fascinating for Napoleon. I don't know where it started from. I don't know what f- drew me to him, but I I, I, I think he's great. I think he's a great character, a great discussion piece for people who like talking world history. Number six, top things that I enjoy enjoying. Like photography, my favorite thing to photograph, waterfalls. Waterfalls. I like water as it is. I like being around water as it is. Uh, You know, seeing images like swimming holes and lakes and and, and, waterfalls. It's really enjoying, and it's very relaxing. Right? Uh... I live right by Niagara Falls. I live in Niagara Falls. I'm like a five, ten minute drive away from the actual falls itself. And I've always been fascinated with falling water. I don't know what it is. But uh, there's something special about getting a camera and capturing the beauty and essence of a waterfall. Right? Uh, If you guys know camera lingo, shutter speed. Make it really fast really fast you take a picture of a waterfall you can catch the different droplets spraying everywhere and uh, you can legit freeze the waterfall in an image and just take a look at it and enjoy it all right there's beauty to that there's also the really slow the long shutter speed way to d- take a picture of a waterfall where you capture where you capture the motion of a waterfall all right it actually looks like it's flowing remember those old uh if you ever been to well you went to a mall back in the day you used to have those moving like pictures with the sound effects, the waterfall sound effects. It's kind of like that. You can actually almost capture the motion of it, and there's beauty in that too. Uh, there's no set way to capture the beauty of a waterfall, but uh, there's something so magnificent about it. Every time I try to go out to take pictures, I target something or some place that has a waterfall so I can take care of all the nature stuff. I can take pictures of all the nature stuff on the way there and then go enjoy the, the waterfall. In fact, one of my fascinations, one thing I really, really want to do someday, and when I have money, maybe hopefully from this podcast, maybe I'll make some money. We'll see. Uh, is to have like a waterfall swimming, in-ground swimming pool. How sweet would that be? Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, number five. What I'm doing right now. Podcasting. Uh, podcasting, I just took up almost two years ago. Actually, my two-year anniversary is June 16th. Uh, of this year, so only a few weeks away. You know, I've been a part of a lot of shows. I've guested on a lot of shows. Uh, I really, really enjoy it, and I went into it for the right reasons. All right, I went into it because I loved it. I'm, of course, I think I'm pretty good at it. It's debatable amongst listeners. I would like to make some sort of steady income from it somehow, whether it be T-shirt sales or sponsorships or whatever it may be. Uh, but I did it for therapy reasons. Therapeutic. I'm a little intrinsic. I don't know how to express myself very well. Ask my wife. She'll be the first to tell you. Uh, but something about podcasting uh, has allowed me to t- just talk and open up. And I felt like I've become a better talker slightly because of that reason. Uh, in the football show I started, Two Point Conversation, I just want to talk football with people. I enjoy football. I love it. I have a passion for it. And uh, football talk is really, really ugly. It gets really, really rough and I'm just like I don't get it and whatever you know you want to be a dick be a dick it is what it is uh you guys do that I'll do a podcast where I can actually converse the people have nice normal conversations with other people 
and get things off my chest. And I, every time I hit the stop record button, I feel really, really good. Spiritually, mentally, uh, you know, it's it's fascinating how much good it does for me. And I, I'm, it's, it actually excites me, too, to see new people pick it up. Uh, it's an art form. Podcasting is an art form. It's just like painting a picture, painting a painting, photography. You're expressing yourself in different ways. And, uh, you know, some people are really, really good at it. Some people, you know, just do it. You know, they're, they're, they're okay, but they're expressing themselves and it makes them happy. So that's all that matters. So I've had the opportunity to watch a lot of people pick up podcasting after I've done it, after I've started. And to see those people do it and uh, see them open up, it's really, really incredible. Uh, but I, I love podcasting. I love it. Uh, my next one. My next one. Number four. Love to travel. Love to travel. All right? Traveling's a big thing for me. And honestly, this COVID thing sucks because you can't really do much traveling. You can, but it's there's really not any joy to it. You know, there's limited joy to it. Uh, I love to go see new things. I told you when I was younger. You know, I've been at Disney World ten times or so. Um, I love to travel. I like to see new places, new experiences, new foods, meet new people, try new, try new beverages, alcoholic beverages. Always, always a fun thing to do. Uh, and that's something I really, as I've gotten older, I've, I've gotten used to. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. I live for that kind of life experience. Said all I did when I was younger was go to Disney World, and I love Disney. Don't get me wrong; it's a wonderful, magical place. Very hot, filled with a lot of sometimes irritating people, but uh, gotta see different stuff. Gotta open up your life experience uh, to new, new things. There's more to life than what's just around you, what's around your hometown. And while I'm very fortunate to be right next to one of the, you know, biggest waterfalls in the world, where millions upon millions of people come from all over the world. Every year to come and see it, uh, I know there's more to life than just that waterfall. All right. Over the last three or four years, I've been to some new places, new, new places that I've wanted to go for a long time. And I'll tell you a little bit about them real quickly. New York City is a place that I've always wanted to go to, right? It's the hub of uh, entertainment and, and for a lot of people, pop culture. A lot of TV shows, movies revolve around New York City. And I finally went there three or four years ago with my family I uh, went in March the weather was not bad a little stinky a lot of garbage all over the place but regardless architecturally it's beautiful and TV and movies don't do it justice when you're having to walk around the Big Apple and uh, you know going around Central Park for the first time and seeing Rockefeller Center and all these places that you've heard about but you can never imagine seeing the New York City skyline fascinating and I'm glad I did it I've been back twice since once just go see a new york yankees game with my wife then then girlfriend uh and then the second time went fourth of july weekend went to go visit the city again seen some different sites and stuff and i went to go see another yankees game got to see the yankees play it was uh sunday night baseball it was a couple days before the fourth of july yankees red scots really great game Another place that I've been to for the first time over the last, you know, couple years, Indianapolis. We're going to talk a little bit about the Colts in just a moment, but the Colts are my favorite professional football team. For the longest time, uh, I've always wanted to go, but I've always let people, and even myself, make excuses for me to not go. 
give myself reasons not to go see what I want to see. And then I started getting older and, and, and you know, having a lot of experiences and you know, with uh, with people and their life getting cut short, unfortunately. And realizing that, hey, you know, life is short. Life is short. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. All right, so I got to stop delaying these things. If I say I'm going to go to Indianapolis, I'm not going to listen to anybody else. I don't care if it's my wife, my family, uh, my friends. I'm going to Indianapolis. And I'm going to experience this for myself and enjoy this while I can. Went for the first time in 2018. It's amazing. Felt like it was with my people. My people. Wonderful city. It's a very progressive city. Very clean. No garbage. Not like New York, but very clean. Like, I would honestly drop a slice of pizza on the ground, and I would eat it in Indianapolis. That's how clean this, this place is. Then you go to Lucas Oil Stadium and uh, the mecca of, of Colts football, the, the stadium that Peyton Manning built, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's gorgeous, and uh, just everything I had ever dreamed of, uh, just wonderful. And I encourage any of you, not just when it comes to football, uh, not just football, uh, with anything, with traveling, stop waiting. Stop waiting. If you want to go somewhere, go. Make it happen. Of course, once all this COVID crap is done. But make it happen. Stop waiting on those trips, those life experiences. I'm going to go into a little rant. Uh, you know, everybody put this, this extra focus on work. I hate my job. And that's why it's. It, I can guarantee it's not in my top 10. It won't even be in my top 50. People tell me, oh, you can't do that. you got to work. Uh I don't want to. I don't want my life to revolve around work. All right, I work to live. I don't live to work. So I'm going to, with any chance I get, I don't care if my boss says I can't go, this or that. I'm going to go take a trip uh, as I please. So that's that's my mo. All right, just stop putting things, stop waiting on things to just just do it. All right, stop letting other people tell you when and how to do stuff. Uh, my number three thing that I enjoy enjoying. Colts football. I already kind of went on a little rant about it. They're my favorite football team. I love professional football in general. Uh, but there's something about the Colts have just been my team since 1998. Ever since Peyton Manning got drafted, uh, that's been that's been my MO. So Colts football, uh, and of course, like I said, I just, I just traveled there for the first time. It's very, very important to me. I've been a little spoiled with, uh, you know, with how good they've been over the last whatever 22 years that I've been a fan now it's a little little rocky a little weird but uh, I'm okay with it regardless it's a very exciting time to be a Colts football fan so um, so that would be my number three number two are friends definite friends uh, that I enjoy enjoying I've had a lot of people come and go out of my life over my 29 years of existence a lot of friends kind of going like a little like there's spokes on a wheel right once one goes another one kind of comes and fills in the place and I, I hate that it's like that uh, but I'm very grateful for all my friends and anybody who gives me the time of day uh, you know I may not be the best possible friend to go out because I'm one of those intrinsic people where like if you ask me to go out somewhere I'm just like eh. <laughs> I'd rather stay home and lay on the couch or whatnot uh, but I try my best I try my best I try to you know I try to please everybody, uh, especially my friends. I'm very, very grateful for, like, again, anybody who gives me the time of day. And then my number one, things that I enjoy to enjoy, uh, it's got to be family. Family is the most important thing. Family is the most important thing. Uh, whether it be my parents, brother, sister, my wife, my in-laws, uh, cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents, my dogs. My dogs. 
dogs. Family is everything. And uh, my fondest memories are family. I'm lucky my extended family gets together as much as they do. We see each other almost once a month, and sometimes we take it for granted. Sometimes it gets a little bit too much at times, but uh, regardless, I always look back fondly upon those moments, because as we get older and our lives get busier and there's just less and less time to get together and be with family, those moments mean more, right? I actually feel like, take this for example, I moved out of my house probably about three years ago, all right? It's been about three years. I've been away from my parents. I actually appreciate my parents more now that I've moved out. Not living under them, under, uh, you know, all, having to deal with some of their nuances that I, I'm just not big fans of. I appreciate them more. Uh, just, yeah. So family's everything. Fit when, when you know, those, those spokes that just always disappear on that front wheel, um, you know, they, they just don't, there's not there. Family's always been there for me. That's why I appreciate them. But uh, but that is our first list, everybody. The top ten things that I enjoy enjoying. Again, I probably didn't need the second enjoy, uh, but regardless, this is what the show is going to be like. And, and not every list is going to be like like this, like all deep and philosophical and weird. And, you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. Every show is going to have a guest. We're going to do some different things. Uh, I'm already talking to some. I got some guests lined up now, so I'm really excited to just make lists. And as you're listening, uh, you know, this isn't about, it's not some rank, some ranking thing, uh, you know, that for you guys to live and die by. But think about your top ten. You know, as you're listening to this episode, let us know. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and comment under the, the, the podcast post and let us know. Let me know. What, are the, what, what ten things define you as a person? That's pretty much what this list is, you know, without the goofy title or anything. What 10 things define you as a person? What 10 things are, uh, you know, do you enjoy enjoying? But that is it. That is it. I thank you all for listening, giving the show a chance. I'm excited to talk and make more lists with you. Uh, on that note, do you even list? Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. You hear any new podcasts lately? Yeah. Like what? Um, like Hardly Kayfabe. Hardly Kayfabe? What's that? Hardly Kayfabe is a professional wrestling podcast on the network where, actually, hey, you're a host of them. Oh, that's right. I am. Myself, Johnny Townsend, and Matt Johnson all co-host Hardly Kayfabe, the professional wrestling podcast of the network found on BICBP-radio.com. Have you ever listened to it? I've listened to it, and I've actually guessed it on it. You guessed on it? I have. That's fun. Do you like wrestling? I really love wrestling. So if you love wrestling, you would love this show. Hardly kayfabe. I think Chris is a robot.